Father, we thank you for your kindness towards us and your mercy that never ends. We thank you. Your love knows no end. Your goodness we cannot describe. And so we rest in your ever, never ending goodness. Your loving kindness from one end to one end. You are amazing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Are you continuing to press in in the spirit? In the person of the spirit? The experience of the Holy Spirit? And being filled with the Holy Spirit? And moving into greater knowledge of him? So, Romans chapter 8, verses 27 is where we ended yesterday, right? It says, and he that searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is. <laughs> because he makes intercessions, intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Let's read it together. To go. Likewise, Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself maketh intercessions for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. Today. Uh -huh. Now, he who searches the spots knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. So, you can see from that scripture that uh, there is something that is in your heart right? Every time you come to pray, there is something in your heart. But then there is also the mind of the spirit. And several times what is in your heart and what the mind of the spirit is are two different things. That's why you don't know what to pray for later on and how you should pray for it. But you have something in your heart and you, you are convinced that what you have in your heart is very important to you. Like Michelle is nowadays doing exams. So she may feel that spending the whole hour here praying about her examinations is very important. Praise the name of Jesus. And for her, she's convinced, if I pass this paper, of which, of which subject? What did you do on Sunday? Since you finished that one, we can talk about that one. Business what? Aye. Business research skills. If I can pass business research skills, I will be, so you spend a whole hour 
praying, Lord, I don't want a retake. Save me from business research failure. Glory be to God. But the mind of the spirit is very different. Heaven says you will never use those things anywhere. Yes. So that it is not of consequence to your destiny whether you pass it or you don't pass it. It is of zero consequence. But you are dying. That's what is in your heart. You've got to thank God for the Holy Spirit every day. You've got, in fact, when I say you've got to thank God for the Holy Spirit, you may not understand what I'm saying. Let me say it this way. You have to always thank God for his spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is God's spirit. The Holy Spirit is God's spirit. And God has a mind toward us. And when you pray, it is very important. Whether you are praying with understanding or you are praying in the spirit, for you to pray according to the mind of God, not according to what is on your heart. <laughs> I don't think you've understood what I've said. I don't think you have understood it. Let me say it again for you. It is very important when you are praying, whether you are praying with understanding or you are praying in the spirit to pray according to the mind of God. And so you now realize that before you pray, a man who is going to make much better progress in their prayer is the man or woman who will first of all understand what the will or the mind of God is. It looks in that, in that scripture, you look at that scripture. Let's read it together again. Verses 27. Uh-huh. He knows the mind of God and therefore he makes intercession according to the will of God. He makes intercessions according to the will of God because he understands the mind of God. So if Peter has a mind towards Fiona and therefore he acts according to his will toward Fiona. The Holy Spirit knows what is in your heart, but he also knows what the mind of the Spirit is. How do we know that he knows what the mind of the Spirit is? It's because he makes intercessions according to the will of God. And that tells you understanding the will of God is really understanding the mind of God. Understanding the mind of God is understanding the will of God. One of your challenges and one of my challenges that I really needed to get over and understand is the confusion about what is the will, what the will of God really is. 
Because a lot of people confuse, get confused about the will of God. Let's first read Romans 12, verses 2. In fact, we begin with verses 1 and 2. Are you able to combine those together on the same slide like you did this one? It will be very helpful. Let's read it together. One, two, three, go. Uh-huh. Mm. Yes. Yes. Now, first of all, the translation there doesn't do it as big a justice. I think uh, NIV in there did a better, a little better job in translation because he says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, but really that preposition by the mercies of God should be in view of the mercies of God. Yeah? Or having considered the mercies of God. Because he is basically saying, everything I have said all the way from chapter 1 of the book of Romans to chapter 11, the final verse, is describing to you the mercies of God. And having described to you, and now you understand in the view of all those mercies, because before you can approach God and be in his will, before you can understand God, you must first of all understand his mercies toward you. Wow. One of the things that people do not know is how merciful God is. Or we, you see, for example, it is easier for you to accept a God who is angry at you than for you to accept a God who is merciful to you. Geoffrey, I'm talking to you. Eh? Like it is easier for you. It is like when you, you do something bad, yeah? And you think, when I get into, so let's say Brenda and Lillian are friends. Let's just assume they are what? And then Lillian uh, allows Brenda to come to her house. And then as she's washing and doing things, she breaks Lillian's flask. The one Lillian told her that this one, you can touch everything. But this one, it was a donation. It was given to me by my father. It's a special thing. It holds special sentiments for me. So please, never do what? Touch it. You can touch everything. This time, Brenda, for some reason, felt her tea would be better in that flask. But in trying to handle it, it fell down and broke. Now she has to face Lillian. So Lillian, I'm, I'm really sorry I broke your flask that carries all the years. So she feels, if she told Lillian, now look how we, we approach God, how we approach God is this. She's ready for Lillian to say, but Brenda, 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 ah, ah, Brenda, Brenda. Yeah? Then a Lillian who would say, oh, 
our friendship and the flask, our friendship is much better. It's more precious to me than the flask you broke. You get it? For, for us, it is easier. It is, it is the law working in us. The law working in you tells you that you should expect an appropriate deserving equal force to whatever you transgressed in. And it is easier to accept a God who is going to that one that one it is easier to accept him than a God who you get to and says Brenda my love for you is way beyond any of the mistakes you have done. Even though your sin is punishable by death, I will give Christ in your stead. And that's how much I love you. So it is easier for people to accept an angry God than to accept a merciful God. And yet, for all that we see from the very start to the very end is God reaching out to a rebellious man. That from the very time God has dealt with man, man has been rebellious toward God. And yet, with all the rebellion that man has had, every single time we see God working out ways and devising plans that culminate into the death of his own son in order to redeem man and bring him back into a loving, cordial, cozy, eh, romantic relationship with him. I don't deserve it. I couldn't earn it. Still you gave yourself away. So, therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, before you can view the mercies of God, you can't offer yourself. And I know that even as I talk right now, there are people who are still calculating in their heads. You're like, you're saying, eh, I need to wrap my I need to wrap my mind. I need to wrap my mind around this. Uh, I don't know if I really get this. But you actually get it. You just don't want to accept it. And all you need to do is just accept. God is merciful toward you. Slow to anger and always gracious. That is called the gospel of Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, let's go back to NKJV. Okay, let's read. Uh huh.
Now, how do you get to approve or to understand that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God? It is by renewing your mind. When you renew your mind, in other words, you get a new mindset you begin to understand the will of God. When you renew your mind, in other words, when you get a new mindset, a new mindset that is based on the understanding of the mercies of God. God is kind and his kindness is out of pure mercies. And so to understand the mind of God is to understand his mercies toward us. And so he who searches the heart, let's go back, he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercessions for us according to the will of God. Now you look at these things. The Holy Spirit knows what the mind of God toward you is. And because he knows God's mind, he intercedes according to his will. What is the will of God toward you? To do you good and not to harm you. To give you a future. Oh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Aye. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord. They are not thoughts of harm. Let's go to Jeremiah 29. So, now these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem to the remainder of the elders who were carried away captive to the priests, the prophets, and all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captives from Jerusalem to Babylon. Do you understand? So, do you see what is going on here? The children of Israel have now been carried into captivity by their enemy, Nebuchadnezzar. And not all of them. These are the remainder. Do you see it? These are the ones remaining. You know why? Because a lot of them Nebuchadnezzar killed. And the reason he killed them is they became too sinful to God. He said, I am going to take you out of this land. I am going to send my servant, Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar was God's sword against the Israelites for their terrible acts in the land. So terrible. Do you know the children of Israel? Are you listening? By the way, you people read the Bible. These things are all in the Bible. They are, they are amazing. The children of Israel had one time gone to war. God gave them victory over their enemies and they found an altar there 
over different God, a bad God, a God who hadn't protected his people, and they got that altar and the image of that God and brought it and put it in the temple of the Lord. Besides the altar of the Lord and even made sacrifices in the temple God built with Solomon. Can you imagine? They even began to bring prostitutes in the temple. They began worshipping Baal and Asheteros and other gods, other images and placed them within God's house. I'm telling you, let me tell you, God was right in all his ways to take those children of Israel into captivity. Go to verses 4. So, Jeremiah wrote them a letter. But in this letter, he writes and says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who are carried away captive, whom I have... Uh So who had caused it? Who had caused it? God himself. He was so tired of them. He said, I will cause you. Let's keep forward, moving. Mm -hmm. And he says to them, when you get there, uh -huh, build your houses, dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Uh -huh. Take wives and beget sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands so that they may bear sons and daughters that you may increase. And now, it is God is the one who took them there. All right? And he was angry at them for even you when you hear what, don't you get angry when you hear what they did? Eh? Don't you get annoyed? Eh? It's like when you go, if you ever went to a church, eh, and you went to a church, you knew it was a, your childhood church, it was on fire, eh, and you came into church, and you realize they are, they are doing prostitution at church. Wouldn't you get angry? Yes. So God was so angry, he took them where? Into captivity. But when he took them there, he told Jeremiah, please write them. Please write. Write them. Remind them. Tell them, when they get there, let them build houses and build in them. Let them get gardens and plant and eat fruit. And in fact, let them take wives and begin to give birth to sons and daughters and let the, let the, the take them, give their, make their sons get married. Yeah? Like get them daughters and husbands so that they may bear sons and daughters that they may increase there and not I thought you were finishing them. No, 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 no. You understand? Eh, Banangi. Do, do you guys understand this thing? L let's move forward. This is called the mercies of God. Uh-huh. Verses 7. Uh-huh. 
and seek the peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried captives and pray for the pray to the Lord for it for its peace you will have for in its peace you will have I am making a way I am making a way for you and you are praying to the one who you thought is angry at you you are praying to him you see that? Go on. Uh-huh. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let your prophets and your diviners who are in your business deceive you, nor listen to you, your dreams which you caused to be dreamed. By the way, by the way, that's why, by the way, you people, you should be very careful with dreams. I keep telling you, you can eat too much food and dream. Now that you are fasting, you can be very hungry and dream. There are so many different causes of dreams. Now, there are also God's dreams. But whatever dream God will give you, there will always be another outside confirmation of the same. And particularly, it must line up with his word. Now, I know, there are people who say, but for me, when I dream, the things come to pass. yes. Because dreams are doors. So if you dream what you don't like, leave it. Don't, don't, don't open a door for it. If you dream what you like, enjoy it. Cause it to happen. Open the door wide. Hallelujah. He says, don't listen to... Now, why, why is he... Why, is he, why doesn't he just leave them? Labayo. Omuntu wabanga kunyiziza. Nakole miambione. And you chose your own ways. Do what? Go your ways. But he's coming back, writing a letter to them, saying, ah, bariba cha bariba. Verses 8, 9, uh-huh. For they prophesy falsely to you in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. 10, uh-huh. But thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and what? And cause you to let me tell you, if there is still breath in your nostrils, there is hope for you. He said, after 70 years, look at this. He said, after 70 years, I will visit you and I will perform not just a word. I will perform my good word towards you and cause you to return to this place. Uh-huh. 11. This is the famous one you know. For I know the plans I have for you to, says the Lord. Eh? Thoughts of peace and not of but, 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 wait, 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 wait. We are in Babylon. Yeah? 
who led us there. Yes. But don't mistake my thoughts for you. But God, now I have HIV AIDS. Now I have all this. It's the consequences of my own actions. But don't forget the thoughts I have toward you. You must, I am telling you, in any place of prayer, if you do not carry the mind that God has toward you, you will not be able to pray sufficiently. Hi. You must know, that is why a man like Daniel, eh? hey, a man like Daniel couldn't be resisted because Daniel got this very word, this very same word. He got it and that's what he was always moving with. I may be in your dominion and domain Nebuchadnezzar, but I know the one who has thoughts for me. I don't care about what your thoughts for me are, but I know what his thoughts toward me are. Now let me ask you, friend, do you know what God's thoughts toward you are? Do you see that the thoughts are in the place of the mind? So, you see, when you are coming into the place of prayer, sometimes you may not even need to say words because your words are very stupid at that point. And you need to go back and recollect what does God think about me right now? All right, I butchered it. I messed it up. I... I, I, I am in trouble. I am in distress. I am in... Uh, but what does God think about me right now? And I am telling you, in view of God's mercies, we approach God in view of his mercies. We approach God in view of his mercies. His mind towards us. And he says, I know the thoughts I think toward you. Uh, you, you, uh, you, look at that, you look at that scenario. Where are the children of Israel? In captivity. Aren't they in captivity? Don't they deserve the captivity? Who has taken them into captivity? God himself has caused his servant, ruthless Nebuchadnezzar, to come against them. If you were to interpret his thoughts toward them by their current circumstance, what would you say? Let me tell you, let me tell you, as long as you still have breath in your nostrils, let me tell you, God is still on your side. Glory be to his name. Hallelujah. Ali kuludarwange, yesu ali kuludarwange, ali kuludarwange. 
Alikuluda rwangi Yesu alikuluda rwangi Look for I know the thoughts that I have towards thoughts of peace and not of mukama mukama they've taken us they have now changed my name from Daniel to Belteshazzar you we they've changed my name from my Israelite given name to Shadrach oh yes let them change the outside they can't change what is on the inside they can't they can't touch my covenant with you is an everlasting covenant and it is a covenant of peace Glory be to Jesus. I cannot die before my age. I will have the fullness of age. You will find me at 80 and I will not be like this. I will be like this. And I will still be preaching powerfully to your great grandchildren. Yes. They will say, I want the tapes of Pastor Alex. He's an old man, but when he preaches, I feel the spirit of God is taking me to a, a different place. Yes! Hallelujah! I am looking forward to being a three-generational pastor. Oh, yes! I pastor you, your children, and your children's children, and then they are... Hey! Glory be to God! Hallelujah. Because I have a future. I have a future. Oh my goodness. You have a future. That is why the devil was fighting you. Oh yes. He was trying to curtail the future that you have. But God says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans, they are good plans. Oh yes, oh yes. Why do you think all that temptation was coming towards you? Oh, the enemy saw the plans and he knows God is determined to make you and turn you into something. And it is a good future. It is a good godly future. It is resting in the impermeable hands of God. I have a future. That is God's mind toward me. Oh yes. I'm not defined by my current situation. My current circumstance. It will bow down to God. It will bow down to his plans. Let me tell you, when the 70 years were over, even the Babylonians could not resist them. Even the Persians could not resist them. Even the Medes could not resist them. Oh yes, Sanballat tried, but the wall was built. Oh yes, different tribes tried, but Israel right now stands as the people of God. He has a future for you. His plans 
for me and for you. His mind for me and for you is to give us a future. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have a future. 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 We had just finished our cafeteria duty at Multnomah University. I was, I was one of the cooks at the university. Yes, I enjoyed it. I liked flipping burgers and making pizza. Doesn't sound as fun. It's not as fun as it sounds. You flip burgers. After I sat down with some young ladies to eat and we are all in Multnomah University this African boy and the American and we are all sitting there we are all eating and one of the girls begins to say you know hey, I don't believe in those things of uh, you trouble God I think God is going to provide for you and what uh, no 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 we should just enjoy God and just I said and so she made the mistake of saying you know like when people begin to say that God knows the plans he has for you plan I said young lady young lady let me ask you have you ever spent two days without eating not because you chose not to eat but there was no food to eat no, I said, I have. And on the third day, God brought food at our house that we couldn't buy. I know of a God that provides. And I know of a God who says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. I know of that God. She said, huh? I said, yes. I said, don't you see us sitting here? I said, yeah. I said, see, did you ever sit in a classroom and the teacher came with a big book and read the names of people who have not paid school fees. And your name was there. And they told you to go back home. She said, no. Say, well, let me tell you over God. Who right now has me in Mount Norma? when my father and my mother could not even afford to pay five dollars for school fees in Uganda. I said to her, right now, as you're studying, how are you financing your education? You who doesn't believe in a God who has plans for us. You, you don't believe in a God who could provide. L let me ask you, we are sitting in the same school. How are you financing your school. She said, oh yeah, I got a loan. You got a loan? And so, by the time you finish school, 
you will be having a big debt to pay, correct? Yeah, let me tell you of a God who can get a boy from Uganda. Oh, yes. And pay for all his tuition. I'm going to finish the same time with you, but I will have no debt because I believe in a God who says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. I got a future. Listen, I got a future and my future is great. My future is bright. My future is wonderful. My future is full of beautiful, nice, wonderful, incredible. What eye has not seen, what ear has not heard, what has not come to the mind of man. That is what God has prepared. Oh, yes. I have a future. The challenge we have is that inside your heart you have other things. But the man who is going to walk in the realities that God has is a man and a woman who has embraced the mind of God toward them. Oh yes. Where do you get all the audacity to say the things you are saying and do the things you are doing? One of my moms, her husband died of HIV AIDS so many years back. I remember at Haba, at his barrio, Samuel uh, Gerere, then he was the president of DP. Paul Kawanga Samuel Gerere came to the barrio. And Samuel Gerere said, I'm going to take all these children to school. That's the last time we saw him. She got another husband she gave that other husband AIDS and the husband died. No, Semoge didn't come back. One of my moms. And so when I was at campus, she got very sick. Very, very sick. We all thought she was going she came to stay at my mom's house. We're staying with her in Gaba. And she was very sick. And I was at campus. And my days at, by the way, you people who are at campus, use this time, Banang. Use that time. Use that time. You must hear God at campus. I'm telling you. You must be able to hear God. You must be able to hear God at campus. I remember one time I came and she was there lying. They were giving her juice. It wasn't going. Everything. And of course, some of her children were there crying. It's today that one of her daughters reminded me. 
I was, I prayed. And then I said, guys, stop crying. God has added her years. Not a year, years. God has added her years. They were like, I began laughing at them. They were, I began laughing at them. Oh, yes. I told them, my mom is going to live so many different years, so many years. Let me tell you, my mom is still around. She's still alive. Yeah? I'm, uh, my mom's sister, but for us, they are moms. Yeah? She's still alive. There is a principle of life that works in us. That life is what brings light to all other areas of our lives. It's a principle of life. And that principle, that day your life got united with the life that is life. <laughs> the life that is the cause of all life. That day your life got united with the principle that is called life. The principle, his name is Jesus. Unless, unless your life has never really been united with Jesus. But if your life is united with Jesus, and by the way, and, and if your life has never been united with Jesus, it's easy to fix. It is so easy. You invite him, give it to him, give him your life. Allow him, say, Lord, Mia is here, here, here is my thing. You take this one, I can take yours. I like yours. I like yours better than mine. If you don't like your life, give it to Jesus and get Jesus' life inside you. God, I'm telling you, glory be to God. So, he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is. Why? Because the spirit himself makes intercessions for us according to the will of God. I know the thoughts I have toward you. The only challenge is, as you are praying, do you know the thoughts God has toward you? His sure mercies. Nkugambie, one of our biggest challenges is for us, and it is a lie from the devil, you know it's a lie from the devil. And, and you know when bad things happen, people are very fast to blaming God. Right? Not so with you anymore. Not so with you anymore. In the middle of all trials, because you see where the children of Israel are, in captivity, in the middle of all trials, the fastest route out is to stand and say, I know my Redeemer lives. 
And I am able to entrust him with every bit of my life. Why? Because he knows the plans he has. He knows the thoughts he thinks toward me. And they are not thoughts of evil. They are thoughts of peace. To give me a future and a hope. I have a future. And a good future. My latter days will be much better and greater than my former days. Let me tell you, you are seeing the worst version of myself today. I am telling you, you will never see me this way again. I am telling you, you will come back next year, I will be much better than I am today. I'll be doing greater things than I am doing right now. I'll be moving at greater heights than if you don't get my number right now. One day, hey! If it had been a function of what, <laughs> of what you think about me, I would be scared. Yeah? If all this thing depended on how well behaved I am, eh? I would be terrified. It all depends on the sure mercies of God. His kindness towards us. His kindness toward you. Now we can yin we many. Now we can yin we many. Sengat what deba kubikula burunji. You are also sitting here by just mercy. Mercy. It's mercy. It is mercy. Hey. Tewebuza buza. It is what? It is mercy. Mercy. Pure. Sure. Hey. Who? Tukuma. Atena bia tukuma nyiko. We don't, the, the things we know are very little. They are very few. Yeah, Tucharyku top player. What is hey, if 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 we did eh, we are here, all of us, all of us, including me who is yelling at you. We are here by what? Pure mercy, it is pure mercy, it is pure. Oh, yes, none of us deserves the goodness that God has showed toward us. But let me tell you, He has showed that goodness because His character is resident in goodness, kindness, and mercy towards us. Oh, someone, someone help me praise Him. Someone help me praise him. Someone help me worship him. Someone help me give him glory. Someone help me appreciate him. It is mercy. It is mercy. It is mercy. It is the sure mercies of God. Oh, if the Lord had not been on my side, let Israel say, I would have been consumed. But it has been the sure 
pure mercy of God that I can stand. It is his kindness towards us. It is his kindness. It is his kindness. It is his kindness. It is his kindness. I tried to sabotage it, but his kindness. I tried to spoil it, but his kindness. I could have failed it, but his kindness. I could have spoiled the deal, but his kindness. I could have destroyed my own life, but his kindness. I could have left. I could have been dead by now, but his kindness. His kindness. Oh yes. His kindness. It is because of his kindness that you are not sick like you should be. It is his kindness. Pure mercies. That is his mind toward us. Oh, his kindness. His kindness. Whew. Hallelujah. Take your seat. Shada bredeka. Rikezele just raise up one hand and appreciate him for a moment. He deserves. It is mercy. It is mercy. Can you see his mercy? Can you see his mercy? Can you see his mercy? Just a look at your phone alone. It is his mercy. It is his mercy. It is his mercy toward us. It is his mercy. It is his pure mercy toward us. It is his mercy. Oh, nothing else. It is mercy. It is kindness. It is his mercy. When you are praying, are you praying out of the mind that knows the thoughts that God has toward you? Oh, are you praying out of the thoughts that you think God has toward you. Someone receive his mercy. Someone receive his kindness. May the spirit of God teach us to continuously dwell in the canopy of the kindness of God. He is kind toward us. Is merciful toward us. This is why we praise him. This is why we adore him. He is kind toward us. He is merciful toward us. For we all like sheep have gone astray. We have all sought our own ways. But he has placed upon him the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes. Oh, by his stripes. It is kindness. It is his kindness. That is his mind toward us. It is mercy. It is his mercy. That is his mind toward us. May you know the mind of God. 
receive the sure and the assurance of his kindness toward you. The Lord is kind. The Lord is kind. 